Hi, my name is Anne McElhenney. And I'm Phelan McAleer. Welcome to the Anne and Phelan Scoop Daily Virus, where we discuss... What do we discuss, Anne? The latest news, views, advice and madness of the pandemic. It is Monday, August the 31st, week 24. That's six months of the two-week flatten the curve lockdown. So, and yes, we were told two weeks, flatten the curve, lockdown, everyone got on board. And six months later, we are still in lockdown in California. Some form of lockdown. You know, some things are open. Plenty of things are open, by the way, but plenty of things are closed. And it's still super weird and getting weirder by the day, actually. So what's happening in today's show, Phelan? Gruesome Newsome has uh, announced the... the gr- this I think it's pronounced, Phelan, because he's a governor. He's pronounced his latest plan, which involved throwing out the previous plan and the plan before that. And it's a new plan. It's going to be the plan. And it's not an awful lot different than the other plans, but it's, it's got different colours and everything. It's, it's worser. It's worser. The CDC also have but some anyway, those, very this, surprising news. Yes. Um, and we're going to get to that. And we also have a look at the numbers of how the US is faring in comparison to other countries. And it's a story, you know, it's a story that you certainly won't read in the newspapers because, um, of course, they wouldn't want to do that because anything that might make the orange man look good would obviously be a huge mistake. But tell us, start by yeah. telling us about Gavin Newsom. So he, yes, he has brought out a new plan, uh, a new monitoring, uh, a new list, a new way, a new star system. And it's just, he's thrown out the previous monitoring list uh, because, you know what? Because whatever. Because whatever. And basically, you know, if you're widespread, if the, if the virus is widespread, bars closed. So that's the worst tier. Worst. Everything's closed. Bars closed. Nightclubs closed. The live theatre closed. Gyms closed. Substantial, which is slightly better. You know, you know, I love this one. If you're, if it's substantial, gyms are open at ten percent capacity. Hang on one second. So basically, just to understand in California, we are in the worst tier now. Mm-hmm. Bizarrely, like you in know, LA. so six months on, we're in the worst tier now. So theaters, the Gavin Newsom tier, not the cases tier as well. Not, well, not no, this the, is not no, the no, danger tier. No, this, this is the tier that is designed by Gavin Newsom, despite the fact that the uh, the death toll is tiny, hospitalizations not not even not well, anywhere near. Well, come on to that. Come on to so, that. And, uh, Sorry, go back there, Phil, actually, to that. So now we're, we're in widespread. But if we got into a place called substantial, which is better than widespread, yes. if, the, if the virus was substantial but not widespread, what would happen? Uh, bars would still be closed, live theatre would be closed. Gyms could operate at... Oh, 10% capacity. Fabulous. A gym, and I met uh, yesterday, funny enough, I was at a birthday party for a two-year-old, which, by the way, is a cure for um, everything um, and a woman there actually used to run a gym and uh, and Magda introduced me to her and I was sort of r- ranting about this and uh, she hadn't and she used she doesn't she no longer works uh, running gyms but I said to her they're going to open them at if, if it goes to substantial rather than widespread they're going to open them at 10 percent and she she said impossible impossible to run a business at that yeah. capacity yeah and so then then if you go to moderate um, and minimal Moderate is uh, uh, fifty gyms at twenty five percent capacity. Minimal, there's still no. If you go to the minimal, there's no full capacity. So basically, California will not be reopening fully. It looks like until there's a virus and until there's a vaccine. So a vaccine, a vaccine, yes. And I'm just reading this from the from the L.A. Times. You know usual LA Times, you know, not telling you the story because the story is so good. You know, they repeated it blandly. So Los Angeles public health officials on Sunday reported 1,030 new coronavirus cases and 10 related deaths, but said hospitalizations continued to to decline. Yay! Yeah, so there were 1,089 confirmed coronavirus 
patients in county hospitals as of Sunday, the lowest number since early May. That should be the headline. With 32, yeah, that should be the headline. That should be the first line. Yeah, that you, rep- with 32% in intensive care, that represented a decline of about 50% from mid-July when, hosp- when hospitalization. So hospitalizations are down 50% from mid-July. It's not a headline, it's not a headline being screamed so, from the mountaintops. And we're still in a place called widespread. Widespread, it's evident we're making progress, but. Uh, said Barbara Ferrer, the county uh, health director, director, who earns five hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. But which we need I'm to consider the, the magnitude. Uh, you know, we want to. We don't want to reopen too quickly because we need to consider the magnitude of increased exposures created with each sector opening. So, but despite this, Governor Grusom unveiled this reopening uh, non-plan, non-reopening plan, non-reopening and plan. basically. It's all about cases now. Now it's changed to cases. Because when it started out, right, it was about hospitalisation. And ICU beds. It couldn't overwhelm them. There's no more... To- and it's not about deaths either. No. It's not about the number of people dying. And which apparently is, which you is a can, pretty important metric. And as we know, by the way, as we know from our friends, people can get COVID and get over it. Yes. Lots of people. We're so, going to come to that, by the way. So basically it's now cases. No more talk about deaths or hospitalisations or available beds in intensive care units. Those measurements have just disappeared down the memory hole. It's just about the number of cases. It doesn't matter that for young people, the chances of dying from COVID are smaller than being struck by lightning. It doesn't matter that there is increased cases because we're testing all the time. It's all about testing now, test, test, test. And you're testing people who are young, who are healthy, who have this virus. Maybe. They, they have, maybe they have it, maybe they don't, but they have it and they recover in days. So many of the people you test are asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. We, we know people on film shoots who've mm-hmm. been tested who are asymptomatic. So it's all about cases now because that is the scariest metric. It doesn't matter that hospitalizations is down. It doesn't matter that there are plenty of ICU beds available. In fact, I take that back, it does matter. The fact that these figures are encouraging are the reasons they're being ignored because Governor Newsom, he wants to find figures that justify his shutdowns. It's not the, it's not the shutdowns are justified by the figures. The, the, the figures have to justify the shutdowns because so, he wants to undermine the Trump economy. He wants to claim the Trump uh, administration is inactive in comparison to his activity. You know, he, believe, you know, he believes in action, but he also believes in power. Uh, and that's what this is about also. They want to control everything. They want to control you. They want to get the Trump out of the White House. This is not about public health anymore. This is about public polit- politics. And it needs to stop. They are messing with people's lives and people's mental health and people's futures. And people are leaving California as a result. This is not normal. You are not normal people. Please stop. Oh, God. Um, but there's really good news. And by the way, I've got to come back to Blake, Blake Skelton. I have to talk about Blake Shelton. Oh, God, I can't even say his name properly because I quite like him, actually. But there's, there's good news from the CDC. Um, finally, you know, there's, there's really good news. There's two pieces of good news. One is that um, the CDC put on their ofi- official website the following details for people who have COVID symptoms. If you have symptoms of COVID-19 and want to get tested, call your healthcare provider first. Most people will have mild illness and can recover at home without medical care and may not need to be tested. That's that's Mm -hmm. the first thing that they said, which is like, 
yay, you know, really great news. Um, but but it the, took uh, six months too late. Yeah, you know, but I suppose it's a novel, you know, it's a novel coronavirus, so they are learning. Like, let's be, let's be, let's give them that. You Can know? we tell Governor Newsom that? That, yeah. that? that you don't need to be tested if you have mild symptoms. And if you're tested and you have, and you have mild symptoms, it doesn't mean you should change public policy because of it. But the, the, the real kicker to the CDC um, information was this. For 6% of the deaths, COVID-19 was the only cause mentioned. For deaths without conditions or causes... No, with, a, with conditions. Sorry, for, for deaths with conditions or causes in addition to COVID-19, on average, there were 2.6 additional conditions or causes per death. So what that, what that translates to is that 94% of the people who died... Uh, of COVID died actually with COVID of ninety correct ninety six percent ninety four percent of the people who died had, had another had, had, had an, no had two point six additional conditions yes on average two point six additional conditions that, that contributed to their death that con- that contributed to yeah, their so, death so 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 they may have had COVID but they, they, the, the contributing factors to their death were 2.6 other conditions. And that's obesity, diabetes, liver failure. Uh, uh, all these other things, but it's interesting. So, so, you know, again, to break that down, it means that about 10,000 people died directly from COVID itself. You know, 10,000 with that alone, with only COVID-19 alone. But of course, and you still even with those, even with that number of 10,000, you're not 100% sure because perhaps it's somebody that was not diagnosed. As I say here right now, if you have terminal lung cancer, kidney and liver failure and COVID, you're counted as a COVID death. And go go ahead. You know, and that doesn't mean that COVID can't be dangerous, but it's almost exclusively extremely dangerous to people who have other extremely dangerous conditions. Um, now this should be, you know, this this is, and it's very very funny, right? Because I was looking on on Twitter last night, because you know, Twitter is a, a very good source for truth, uh, believe it or not. By the way, it's a source for all kinds of trouble as well. But I found this um, a tweet from uh, from Blake Blake Shelton, who you know, you know the guy film. He's he's, he's on that he's on that um, oh, singing show, yes. And he's uh, I believe a country music star. Someone's going to write in and say that that's not true, but he's a nice guy, right? But it's very funny. He's super famous and super loved and everything. And of course, the last thing he wants to do is to be unpopular. So he says, I'm not even sure which side politically this would land on. And by the way, who cares, Blake? You know, grow up, you know. But, and, and grow up hair. Well, I was going to say that, but then I thought, you know what? Let's, it's early in the morning on a Monday. But I, am I, you know, but poor Blake, you know. But am I the only person who sees the new CDC update as some actual good news? Just that, no left or right, just updated information that's better than we thought. I mean, does everything have to be fight, a fight these days? Well, Blake, you know, it would be nice to have principles, though, at the same time, you know, and it would be nice to live in a world where you saying basically nothing doesn't need to be said with such, yeah. with, you know, with, with such uh, tiptoeing around. Well, and, basically, sorry, Blake, what do you think of a country where stating facts? Yeah. You're scared to state facts. Does that not say something? Uh, does that not say it's time to state facts and time to attach some politics to those facts? Because not being allowed to say them is a political move as well. So and and, and basically the you know the takeout the takeout and there's a lot of people writing on Twitter about this uh, you know and and one 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 commenter saying saying basically about the CDC numbers. So does this mean that we could have limited lockdowns to the elderly and folks with comorbidities? and saved our economy 
huge amounts and huge amounts of taxpayer dollars and saved people from so, mental so, mental health so basically crisis. what they're saying there is we you identified people with these 2.6 conditions these all these conditions yeah and say don't isolate leave the them. house isolate them literally don't and throw, throw all of your resources at those people yes you know say to them look i know you have this job or whatever you're working in you know the post office we or whatever we're going to pay you to stay at home we're going to pay you handsomely to stay at home because we're going to make it you know because we know we've got we've got records from your doctor we've had uh, we've spoken to doctors we've asked for all of the people who have these really very specific conditions we'll and pay, we're going to we're going to really take care of we'll you we'll pay to deliver to deliver food to your door we'll pay for taxis so that your friends and family can come outside and say hello to you but we are zoomed. not but we are not going to close down the whole economy we're not going to close stop every concert every school every university museums indoor dining all kinds of dining schools i mean just nail salons hair salons cities spas hotels airlines holidays vacations as you call them you know we're not going to do that we're going to you know um I, I really do hope that there'll be a Nuremberg trials at the end of this um, and that people will be brought to book because people learned early on about these comorbidities. This comorbidity story When you say early, Nuremberg trials, you mean a, a widespread investigation? A like, widespread investigation. Yeah, on, 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 on what on, happened. What happened and what, was and what happened and what did people do when they had knowledge? Yes. So when people had knowledge, like Governor Cuomo in New York, who had knowledge, um, who saw what happened in Washington State where this massive number of people had died in this in this care home um you know he knew that and yet he you know Sensic he people. left the javits center empty he chose to leave the javits center empty when people who could who were coming out of hospitals older people coming out of hospitals still infectious um went back and went back to infect p- the most vulnerable population it's kind of mad that he it's did a scandal that. and by the way i find it really uh, heartening however that there is actually it's really good actually uh, but it's sad that there is legislation to specifically protect institutionalized people and people who are in care homes are institutionalized god help them so they're you know they're la- they have a they have a lack of um you know of power Auto- over of autonomy and power and so the state uh, needs to be taken care of vulnerable people like that. But the last thing that I want to go to, and I'm, you know, I'm not sure if I am, you know, I'm not ready t- today maybe to do my rant, but I'm building up a big st- head of steam on a rant that I'm going to give one of these days. But let's just have a quick look at the numbers of the actual numbers of uh, mortalities in, in com- you know, comparing mortality, the mortality rate in different countries, because this is what matters. Again, be really wary of people who talk about cases you can have be you can be a case of COVID, and you are not interesting. You're not really interesting because you're not sick, and you know it's you know it's not that it's just not that interesting. What really matters is hospitalizations, people who are deathly sick, and people who die. And here's the story. So, uh, the numbers this like today, just this morning, the to- the worst country in the place, the worst place in the world is San Marino, which is a small principality. Number one, number two is Peru with um, a death per million of 871. The one next to that is Andorra, it's Belgium, sorry, Belgium at number three. Belgium has fallen out of its number one slot there. Belgium has is, has basically been the country with the highest death toll from mm. this coronavirus yeah. um, for a, forever. Andorra is number four, Spain is number five, UK is number six, Chile is number seven, Italy is number eight, Sweden, number nine, Brazil, number 10, and then number 11 is the United States of America, followed by Mexico, France, 
Panama, Bolivia. So let's look at the USA numbers per million. We're Sorry, here we go, Philip. Uh, over there. 565 per as a, million. As opposed to Belgium, which is 853. Yeah. Uh, Peru, 871. The UK, 611. Yeah, per million. So, look, people will tell you that America is responsible for everything bad uh, in the world. And yeah. they're, they're telling you that it's the worst in the world. And that, they're, and that, they're, and that the, way that they ca- the way that they fought the coronavirus was that Trump was inactive and was pathetic. But the media are, know that they're lying. Because, and, and you know the way I know they know they're lying? Because when America didn't have as many tests done uh, at the beginning... President Trump would say, we have done the most tests of anybody else in the planet. Which was true, right? But the media would go, ah, but tests per million is the, is, is the, is the metric. Because America's got a bigger population. Of course you've done more tests. Yes. But you've, tests per million you it's haven't. It's the only thing that matters. And you're well down the league table there. You're pathetic. So now uh, they're saying America is the worst in the world because of the gross number. The, th- the deaths per million has gone out the window. So the media knew that deaths per million is important when it was used to attack President Trump and his administration. Now, uh, so, so, but now when it could show a positive or not so negative spin on President Trump and his administration, the pe- per million metric has been gone down the memory hole, which, is, which shows they know they're lying. So be really careful when people talk about numbers. Always make sure that the numbers that they're talking about are per capita. So when they say America's the worst of something, you say, oh, the worst. So that's, is that a per capita number? And what per capita and what are you comparing it to? So, you know, there's, a very, there's an enormous amount of dishonest uh, journalism out there. So the saddest thing I heard over the weekend, and I'm not going to do my rant today, but I'll just, you know, give you a small taste of what the rant's going to sound like eventually. Saddest thing I heard yesterday was about... Well, it's actually on Friday, so I went to get my hair done and with my very special hairdresser, who's very fabulous. And she was telling me anyway, her five-year-old is in a Zoom kindergarten class, is a Zoom kindergarten class. Imagine that being a five-year-old, as, as she said, really difficult, you know, at that age to kind of concentrate. And even, by the way, the fact that these children, I mean, you know, they needed an enormous amount of supervision. But anyway, she said in the Zoom class, there is a five-year-old who is obviously at home uh, wearing a mask. So the parents of that child have put a mask on that child in their family home to do, I mean, not just possibly, probably, probably not at all to do just with the, for the class, but just they're wearing masks inside their home all the time. Yeah. And it's just, it's, just, it's just devastating. And we're hearing these stories all the time about people. You know, we did the story about Molly Youngfast the other day. You know, she, I mean, she, she's not stupid. I mean, you know, like I'm serious, like she's, she's a writer. You know, what, okay, Phelan, calm down. Daily Beast, you know, she had, you know, she's been to university, you know. She knows how to tie her own shoelaces, you know, kind of thing. And she's in an apartment in Manhattan. Um, you know, and she's boasting about the fact that she's, you she know, she, she hasn't left the apartment with her teenagers she hasn't left that apartment um, since the beginning, since I think the begin- since the middle of March. Um, and I think that That's is very sad. It's, uh, it's, it's beyond belief. But anyway, so we're going to stop for today. Um, I hope you guys had a great weekend. We did. Uh, we did. It was really nice. As I said, we went to a two year old's birthday party yesterday, which is what everyone needs to do. Um, it's a cure for almost anything, actually, by the way. Um, so we will talk to you tomorrow and uh, stay happy wherever you are. Okay, bye. Bye.